Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks. I am super excited to be back with Michelle Voris for interview number 12 in her Year of Growth series. She's about 18 months in the Enchanted Circle. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Great yeah, to be here. It is. Tell us how your future self has been showing up lately. Oh my goodness gracious. Powerful and strong and um, very clear. Yay. I love it. And so what awesome has been happening in your life because of the way she's showing up? Well, the, the thing that bubbles up because it's the freshest is um, I have some relationships that are changing and I think it's because I am healthier myself that they are changing for the better. So we can talk more about that, but that's the biggest thing is relationships are changing in my favor. Yay. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, is that where, is that where we should start? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, go for it. Tell us about it. Um, oh my goodness. Well, um, so I have a, a lifelong relationship that um, felt like my greatest support and my greatest critic. And I see that all the time where it was like, oh, yay, this is a good time. And, and then when it's bad, it's really bad. And um, there was a, I would say, an interaction and a moment in time where it was a really bad moment and I didn't see it coming. And... Um, instead of going into the cycle of craziness with this person, I was super proud of myself. I said, I'm actually going to excuse myself. I'm completely losing it. <laughs> and I left yeah. and I got myself back together, composure, decided I was going to rock my day. And I went back and said, you know, we're not going to talk about this right now, but I want you to know I love you. And then I left and I had an amazing day. And um, it's really interesting how when there's this, Mm, thing between people, um, you know, some people have a belief that you shouldn't like go to bed mad or you shouldn't whatever. And sometimes you need space to heal stuff. Right. And um, I was in the place where I needed space and um, yet this, this, this individual pushed in forcefully and said, no, we're fixing this. And I was like, we're not actually. So I said, and I knew from that second interaction that same day that that wasn't going to really work. I knew it was going to go downhill. Um, as soon as that moment started. And as soon as it did go downhill, I opened my front door and said, you've got to leave. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a little bit of rebuttal, like, no, I'm not. And I said, no, you are actually, <laughs> this is my house, my space, my healing. What I allow in is mine. And, um, that person has left and I left it for a couple days, gave it some good energy and, um, yeah. And so now there's been some restoration and some healing where it came to me. I didn't go seek it. And, um, and a very clear path of going forward, this has to be fixed or it's not going to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, allowing only good things in my life. And in the process of that, I was talking to some loved ones, two of my very closest confidants, uh, family, and just 
getting wisdom, advice, thoughts, and um, not, not crazy. Like before it was like almost, I needed to talk about it to feel okay. And this wasn't that. It was just like, what do you think about this? Um, asking some questions. And both of them said, um, one being my sister, one being my son, this is a cycle I've watched your whole life. And my son said, mom, I see, um, when I see your, your, you know, your family member and these two other, you, you know, you and your brother, I see, I see you and my two oldest children. I see us. And mm -hmm. I was like, yikes. And it hit me that I have just been a part of a cycle and I've lived out the cycle. Mm -hmm. Right. And what I decided right then was that I was stopping the cycle. Um, that my, I may have taught my children. Well, and I'd already stopped the cycle because you and I had done some work. Yeah. But cause with my youngest one, I don't have that crazy cycle. Um, so it, it had already stopped. Um, I think that stopped two years ago when I decided to be my own person, but I literally, for the first time in my life, I'm, I'm 49. I realized that I'm just part of a, someone else's crazy cycle. And I've been reacting based on what I know, right? right? What I was taught in the cycle. And I don't have to be in the cycle anymore. Like we can either heal it and move forward in a new way, or we can just stop the cycle. One of the two. And those are going to be the options. And I'm so proud of myself and um, the person that is running her own cycle, um, which is my mom. Um, you know, when you can heal your mom relationships, your dad relationships, I think that will heal so many other things in my life that um, like I get to be my own person. Like I'm 49, I'm an adult, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I am an awesome adult. And um, does it mean I have no problems? No, no, of course not. I'm not saying I'm perfect or she's imperfect. It's just information of like, there's a cycle running and we get to choose if we continue it or not. And I'm choosing not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to break some things down for listeners because I think this is super important. Number one, this all starts with you and your work, like even being able to see. So I, I mentioned that you had um, come to a call about a month ago and you had said, I saw my mom in her money pattern, which we already knew that's where you got your money stuff from, mm -hmm. right? We knew it was, ha we could, it was easy to see. We didn't go looking for it. But once we started looking at your money pattern and your, your old money story, it became clear where it came from, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so you said, I saw her in her money pattern and I just stayed out of it. And so this has been coming for a while. First, you changed your money story and you've changed your money patterns, mm -hmm. right? For two, three years, we've been changing who you are in terms of money, which changes who you are in everything, right? And then you could start to see this other pattern and make a choice to stay out of it. And that leads to, yeah, now I'm not even going to go into these patterns that are outside of money, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose that, which is awesome, right? So cool. There's a couple of things I want to talk about that you said. And the first one was taking space. Um, you're right. Most people, like they don't, they don't get like taking space. And yet that is what allows, I'm going to let you say it too. There is nothing to be fixed in the heat of an argument, right? Because we, we go, we go into survival mode quite literally, right? We're trying to stay safe. And so there's no way our logical brain 
can work logically through this. And there's really no way we can't be in the pattern except for excusing ourselves for it because we've done it so long that it's survival mode. And even if survival mode isn't healthy and helpful, we go right into that pattern because that's how we've survived, Mm -hmm. right? It's how you survived as a kid. And then it became just repeating that pattern as an adult. Um, So talk a little bit about taking space for you and, and what that means and why it's important. Well, it's really important (laughs) because, um, you know, when you're in an argument with someone, um, often, and I'd say most often people use words they shouldn't because they're upset, they're vulnerable, they're taking it personal. Um, and I had to take space because I had to release mean words and I had to say, that's not true. That's not who I am. That's may what be what you're seeing from your end of survival mode, but it's not who I am. And you just can't see the new me yet. And, um, and really realize for me, um, you know, I took it so like, this is about me. It had nothing to do with me. It was her cycle running Mm -hmm. and I was just the person in it. And, um, space is what allowed me to, um, to, heal emotionally what had been the pattern for so long. And I told my sister, it is no wonder that the men that I have been attracted to or with in my life, um, married to, um, were also verbal because my whole life, that's what I heard. Like, you're so amazing, which I always sought from the man I was with, like the affirmation of how awesome I was. And then when things got bad, it was like, you're the whatever. And it was the mean words. That's the same cycle. It's just a different person. But I had taken the cycle with me from my mom into my life. And this is, a, this is such a great observation. And this is why it's so important. This is huge. Oh, my gosh. Um, I thought it was about the cycle. And it has nothing to do with the cycle other than I don't want to be part or that I'm, I'm not going to be part of it anymore. And that I was strong enough to stop the cycle Um, and either, again, seek restoration or not. Either way is fine. But um, what I realized is that um, those two same characters in my story, husband, male, you know, male partner or mom, have always been my money fallback plans, Mm -hmm. right? Like, he'll save me. Oh, she'll save me if I really get in a jam, which if I get in survival mode, they will be there. And my mom is always trying to give me money. Like, I'll pay for this. I'll do this. I know you're so busy. I want to help. I'll give you money. So what I realized about this crazy cycle is that um, it wasn't about the cycle per se. (laughs) It was about me. And I have always looked at my male husband in these cases, or my mom as my fallback plan. Mm -hmm. And what I realized after I panicked a little bit, after I was like, screw you, mom. (laughs) Um, What I realized is that I just cut off all of my fallback plans. Like I didn't have a fallback plan anymore. My, you know, I'm divorced, I'm single and um, happy, blessed, grateful, loving it. And, you know, without the, 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 the mom there with money, who's always trying to give me money, like, I'll pay for your eye exam. I'll pay for this. I'll help you with this. I'll do this. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to do it myself. Um, I realized I'd cut that off. And I was like, it was just me now. (laughs) And I did panic a little bit. And then I was like, 
you know what? This is exactly what needed to happen for me to go, okay, let's get to work. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's do what we know how to do. Let's make some money. Let's lean into what the skills we've learned over coaching and, you know, the enchanted circle and the practicing and being, and, um, this is a blessing to like go, I can do this. This is gonna, this is, this is me. I get to do this. So, um, I'm scared out of my mind and I'm excited. Um, and again, like my mom and I, I, I love my mom, but that doesn't mean, uh, she wants us to be best friends, but it doesn't mean we have to be best friends because Mm -hmm. if it's not healthy, she won't be my best friend. Right. Right. And if it is healthy, I mean, I have tons of best friends, but I do love my mother. Let's be very clear. Um, it's just, we have to, I'm sure she wants to be healthy and whole too. Mm -hmm. This might help her be who she is. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't know there's a cycle. Right. Right. So her and I are going to seek an outside counselor. We're going to talk about it and we're either going to, like I said, move forward or not, but either way, I, I, I'm going to be fine. (laughs) Right. So, so many keys. Okay. So I want to just, um, there's so many things I want to step, uh, step back just to make sure our listeners, cause I get it all. Cause I seen it. I get it. Um, so when you are, you said one thing and you said, want to heal my relationships. And I want to make this clear. Cause I know it's not how you meant it. You, the, we can't heal one-sided, right? And you, you've kind of alluded to it, but I, it's important enough to highlight. There are, there are really two choices in a pattern that isn't working. And we decide, and you made the decision, I'm not going to be part of that pattern. I'm worth more than that pattern in that cycle, right? Which is huge self-love. Like this is the moment that this is a game-changing moment. I remember it from my own life, right? I am more important than that. Nothing is more important than my self-worth and my beingness feeling good, right? And so when you say heal the relationship, obviously that's what you want. And yet to really heal something, there is to be one of two things. Like I'm willing to not be in it, even if it means not that person, right? And if, and if that person wants to choose healing, they can choose healing, but you're not putting healing above that. Definitely not. Clear to listeners that it's not, I want to heal. It's first and foremost, I am more, I'm worth not being in this pattern and you can fix it with me or I can move on without you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So let me tell you just about that moment where I, I verbalized that to my mom. Um, cause it was tender and it might, it might help someone else. So she came over unannounced. I was on a client call money-making activity mm-hmm. and she rang my doorbell and I didn't answer it cause I had a feeling it was her and she rang it again. And so I put the call on pause and I said, I got to handle something. And I, my client was on hold the whole time and I went to the door and I answered and I said, I'm on a client call. Can I help you? And she, she stood outside and started talking. I said, come in for just a second. And so she came in and uh, she said, I know it's too early for forgiveness. And I said, it's not about forgiveness. It's about fixing the cycle. And I said, I am choosing not to be part of the crazy cycle. And I don't know if, you know, you love me or hate me. And um, quite frankly, I'm okay. And <laughs> she said, and she said, well, I do love you. And I said, I love you too, mom. And, she, and I said, I think we need counseling. I think we need to learn how to communicate. And I need you to know that I'm okay with you or without you. And that 
I just am choosing not to be part of the cycle anymore. And uh, she almost cried out like a, oh, please don't leave me. It was her soul like begging me to not leave her. And, um, and, and I said, well, mom, if, if the work is done, then you'll be able to still be here is what I told her. And, you know, what that does is it puts responsibility where responsibility lies. Mm -hmm. And it frees me from all of the drama, all the emotions, all of the words. And, um, you know, do I have some work to do in it too? But that's my journey. And does she have work to do on her own? Yes. And then maybe together, we could maybe heal together, but it's, it's about us individually. And um, together we just spiral craziness. And I was like, yeah, so it, it's, I, it took my sister and my brother for me to communicate with and ask their opinions for me to even see that there was a cycle. I, I didn't see it without other people pointing it out to me, which is really interesting. And it, it does fit survival mode. And I was like, and that will, when we heal this, Cassie, oh my gosh, not heal. When, when this either- Write a new story. When we write the new story, however it works out, however it works out. Um, I just know that that's going to attract so much goodness into my life. And I am super excited for that. Yeah, me too. Well, and so I, I had a note of a, a point I also wanted to say. And the reason, um, I mean, all of this is coming because you've started doing the work of changing that. And this is the last thing, right? To change that. And you had to... Um, the thing about this is that you've had to have um, money stuff, right? You've had to continue to put yourself in a situation in order to maintain this pattern, mm-hmm. right? Because without you, it's it's all part of the cycle. There's not one thing, right? Like like one leads to two, two leads to three. Like it's five leads to six, six leads to seven, seven leads to eight, eight leads to one, right? And so all parts of the cycle have to be in play. And so you have, we've been doing the work and we've been getting you out of survival and writing that new story. And yet it has to, it keeps coming up because it's part of this cycle. Mm-hmm. And this is the last part to go, right? Yep. And I hope I'm making that clear, right? You had to put yourself in, in certain money situations mm-hmm. so that you would keep, keep the cycle, so that you yeah. would keep playing with her. So you'd have that just in case, right? Even though it's not healthy and it makes no sense, but this is what we as humans do until we can see it. Right. Yeah. And I've always known that as we're working together and coaching and changing the story and rewriting a new one, I've always known there was something that held me, something Mm -hmm. that held me. And I didn't know what until this last weekend. And I was like, now I know now we can choose where we go from here. And I am so excited because I do know having done all the work, I know that there's nothing else that holds me. So guess what happens after that? Lean in and kick tail, baby. Right? (laughs) Exactly. And I want to highlight, we never, I'm not going to say never. If we had done, because I think there's two types of work, right? I really believe we, we write a new story. We step into that. We keep, we know what your old story was. So we look for red flags in, in, and that just keeps us a little more aware. Um, but there's two types of work. We could, we could have like dug through all these beliefs and tried to find the problem, or we could just keep moving forward and shifting stuff until there's nothing left, but this to bubble up to the top. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I don't think we could, you 
couldn't have found this another way. No, right? there's, there's no way. I didn't even know it was running in the background of my life. I right. had no clue, no, no vision to see it. And it was other people that loved me that saw it and, and verbalized, but, but I had to go through it in order to experience it, to be able to communicate. So it's just, wow, it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's all the work we've done has just been bubbling this thing to the surface. Like mm -hmm. here's the last thing. Right. And, and we even saw it a month ago when you, you saw your mom's money pattern and you're like, no, I'm not going to be in that. Right. And that was yeah. all the work that we've done before has allowed this to bubble to the surface. And thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yes. My mother is alive that I can resolve um, that we can write this new story mm -hmm. right together right. for her and me. We both get to rewrite our stories, but thank goodness, you know, she's not passed and I had to deal with this, you know, a different way. Right. Yeah. But thank goodness. So I'm yeah. grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I want to come, let's see. And I, and I want to make this point I asked you before and I, and it's the, the point for listeners I really want to make is you have to go through some of this. Everybody wants this instant change, right? And we want like, oh yeah, I can fix it in a half an hour of looking at these beliefs. It doesn't, it fixes by becoming and then having to release the things that don't fit with that new beingness that you desire, Right. Mm -hmm. um, there's no way we could have just three years ago done an hour session and got rid of this because it's not the way it works. You and know, in, re in reality, um, I mean, I'm thinking that it's been like an 11 year journey. It has actually, I was thinking that as I said it, I'm like, <laughs> we started like just shifting little tiny things until you were able to go. Cause it was a while. Even I had different things before you could go into fully even working with me on a regular basis, right? We would have to do a little shift and then there'd be some time and a little shift and it'd get closer and closer, right? But you even had to become the woman who could, uh, for lack of a better word, have me in your face all the time, right? You know, that was a building up of that muscle. Um, not that it's a bad thing, but what I mean by in your face is that we're constantly checking, like, does this fit? Does this fit? There's not, there's not an excuse for the things that don't fit. Um, and so, oh, I, when you asked people and they said, this is a cycle, um, I just want everyone else to hear this answer. Could you, even if they told you it was a cycle three years ago, would you have understood it or seen it? There's no way. I would have said, you're crazy. You're making this up. Like I would have justified my mother's actions. I would have. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have said, you, you know, you're, I mean, I, cause you know, when my daughter was living, Tasha, her and I ran the same cycle. Mm -hmm. My son was the perfect child. My daughter, either we were on or off. One of the two. Same cycle. Right. Right? And so I'm just living what I knew. And I would have said, this is how people are. I'd have justified it. Like, this is normal. People have this. They're mean to the people they love. No, they're not. Yes. <laughs> Stop it. They're not. Yes. Oh, that's so good. And I just wanted all our listeners to hear that it's when you change yourself, you can see in here and you're, and, and you have this enough self-worth to see the pattern, right? Yeah. yeah it's so yeah. huge. And the self-love part of it is, um, it's not, uh, there's no good, bad, there's no better, less than it's just information. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, so a lot of people go, guilt, judgment, like there isn't any of that. It's just information. And we get to choose what story we, we live, we write. Like, mm -hmm. It's just information. It is. And we get to choose what we want to tolerate, right? Like, 
what's okay and what's not okay. Um, I want to do a couple other questions. Um, Can I say one more thing before you do that? My mom will be absolutely, she would be mortified if I was doing this interview and she heard it. So I just want to say, I do love my mother and I want my mom to be whole and healthy. And just like I am, I have worked so very hard on my whole and healthy. And so, you know, it, it is what it is. And I'm not, I'm never going to be, I'm going to be who I am. And if that means I share my stories, that means I share my stories. And that's something that people either love about me or not like about me. And again, just information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I totally get it. Um, just for a listener and, and that's important, right? It's important that we, if we want to, we share our stories right? And it doesn't mean anyone else is bad. It, we, we take full responsibility for what we do, right? Um, so just for a quick summary for those of you listening, I just want to give you these kind of steps for healing relationships and taking that space. Um, you really need space to, so you have to stop in that moment because again, you're in survival. You're, you're trying to keep yourself safe. And that's why we come up with words that are hurtful, right? Because if someone dishes it to us, we want to dish it right back. And it's like a sword fight just with words. Um, so what space gives you, number one, is time to sort out the truth. Like, am I who that person is saying I am? Like, and look for evidence, like look for the truth because, and, and when we are self-aware, we can go, sometimes there might be truth, right? It might be like, yeah, a little bit that, or it might be like, no, that is not who I am. I know that's not who I am. Right. So sort out the truth to feel the feelings, the hurt, the anger, all of it. And you're not just feeling the feelings of that moment. You're feeling the lifetime of the pattern or however long that pattern has been going on. Right. So feeling those feelings, because often what we do is we go to anger, we fight, and then we skip over feeling the middle and how that feels, and we might just make up, right, for whatever reason. And then really um, to see what's going on, to be able to have that space where we've felt the feelings so we're not charged, we're stepping back, we've evaluated truth, and we can see, is this a pattern, is this something, and we can see, what do I want instead? right? Yeah. So, and you said something that, uh, and it might be lifetimes, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It might people carry. And, um, my sister said something to me that she said, um, this is not just here. This is something that's happened, you know, over eternity is this, this relationship. And, um, you have to deep within forgive her for, you know, this ongoing pattern that continues to carry out in lifetimes. And I was like, huh, well that, you know, has to happen in a, uh, you know, a, an energy realm, that forgiveness, not just a physical realm. And I think, you know, that makes you even more whole as a person when you can go, okay, this just isn't about what was happening right here physically, but there's a bigger picture. And, um, it makes me super excited that I'm able to see that and to deal with that too. And, Oh, just makes me just feel like super proud of myself for becoming better and becoming more whole and peaceful. So I've got two more things. Uh, when I, when I was doing some of my healing work over this, this weekend, I saw myself as a very light, powerful, peaceful, strong. Um, what's the word? She was powerful but not domineering, like just uh, almost like a very loving queen figure. And I was like, I loved who I saw in myself. And I 
I'm so super proud I've done the work and, but I couldn't do it by myself. And so that's why people need to invest in, um, you know, the care they need. Uh, and, and often you can't see it. I couldn't see it. That's why I had to have Cassie. And, um, and I'm excited for what that means, what I will attract, who I will attract, um, next, because with all things healed, um, then I get what I want. Yes. Yeah. Um, totally. Oh, so good. And, um, you know, we talk about this in the enchanted circle because it comes up a lot. And, um, I, I have said it before on calls that I don't know a lot of entrepreneurs who have entrepreneurial women who haven't had to really look at their patterns with their mom and their communications and haven't had to fix, heal, walk away. Like they haven't had to do the work on that. Like, cause our moms are what make us strong in a lot of ways, but they're also sometimes our Achilles heel. And so if you're an entrepreneurial, especially woman, know that the things that come up with your mom are, they're just making you a better entrepreneur. They're the things that all women that are strong and powerful, because that's, that's your first relationship with another female, right? It's, it's what lays the foundation. And as we come in this world to learn and heal and grow and do all those things and, um, that's what happens. And, um, you know, when we ask for bigger growth journeys, we, we get to do the bigger work. <laughs> so, um, just know that if you're an entrepreneurial woman with, um, mom stuff that you're normal and that's just part of your work to becoming a more powerful entrepreneur. Yep. And this flows definitely into business because, um, I've had a few, just a few, um, strong-willed women that other people were like, they're difficult. No, they're not difficult. They're strong and powerful women. And, you know, we, you know, they're bringing their life cycles to my life cycle and we all are trying to work together. Well, you gotta, you gotta work through some things when all that happens. And sometimes people aren't, um, haven't done the work, but yet they're still trying to pursue. Right. And so, just remember, everyone's on their own journey with their own cycles, their own patterns, and they may not have done the work you've done. So just be compassionate and loving of other people. And I think you'll find that uh, you'll be able to communicate clearer and you'll know what you allow and what you don't. And, um, and again, you see if they fit or not. And I love that I'm willing to release people from my life, even people I love. Um, it is, I never thought I'd say be proud of that. But I am so super proud of that, that I um, don't feel like I need anything. Like I have what I need and it's all right here. Yes, it is. Oh, Michelle, I feel like I have, um, waiting is not the right word, but I have dreamed of the moment where you said that because, yeah. I have chills. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It means you, you see your worth. Mm -hmm. And how many, how many times in the past would I have, uh, cried hysterically over these conversations, right? Where now it's, um, I can say it from a very peaceful, confident place mm -hmm. um, versus getting emotional about it because the emotion for me, um, I always said, I'm an emotional person and God's not done with me yet. No, I was running a cycle and that was me trying to deal with the cycle. Now we know why. So sometimes you got to give it time. Yeah. And just keep doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. Was there, um, I thought you said there was three things and I think I hmm. added one after one, but is there, so we'll just open it up. Is there anything else you want to 
want to share that makes this topic feel complete? Um, yeah, I do have one thing. So I, I don't think it was the original thing, but so we talked about the cycles. We talked about mom. We talked about entrepreneurship. We talked about who you are, but one of the greatest things that I'm so excited about is um, the relationships with my children. I've got a 27 year old, amazing son who has his own cycles, his own patterns, his own life, and uh, doesn't live at home anymore. Of course, he's 27. Um, I've got a 21 year old son, stepson, and I've got a 12 year old, amazing young soul that lives in my house that I get to call daughter. And um, over this last week, um, I've had some very crucial conversations with them. And, um, you know, I explained to them that I was stopping the crazy cycle and that I apologized to them and I told them their value and their worth. And they said, we know that. And we've watched you change and grow. And we're so very proud of the woman you are. And, um, so your children are watching you. So it's so important. And, um, I just know that there's a lot of moms out there who have got things with their children and, um, that's doesn't have to be that way. And we can, that can be fixed too, if you fix you. So, um, you, but you have to do the work and you've got to be vulnerable and open. And I can't tell you how long I ran from Cassie. <laughs> um, I'm so glad that, um, together her and I have, um, done the work and, um, I'm super excited for what it's going to mean for my children, for their lives. And, um, you know, to have them watch me be my greatest self is going to be my greatest legacy I leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, I love it. So if anyone wants to connect with you and see what you're up to, see what your business is, uh, where can they go to connect? Absolutely. And guys, I, uh, I, I want you to connect with me as a person. So it's Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, -E, and then Vorce, V as in victory. We'll do the little V, V as in victory, O-R-I-S.com. So MichelleVorce.com. And there you'll find my contact information and my social media. And it doesn't have anything to do with any companies. I want you to love me first. And then if we so decide, we can do business. Awesome. I love it. Um, thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back and check out Michelle's next interview to see what has happened um, as she grows and through this and writes a new story. And oh, so goosebumps even saying that. Um, and thank you, Michelle, for being here. Thank you all for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to CassieParks.com.